Amen. Amen. Church, say amen. amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul and all that's within me. Bless his holy and everlasting name. Why do you continue to carry the conflict when God is offering you comforting? This morning, we're in the book of Jonah between Obadiah and Micah, Old Testament minor prophet Jonah, Jonah chapter 1 and verse 3, but Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. How do you flee from the Lord who's everywhere at the same time? Mm. There is oftentimes a hidden component to the conflict in our hearts. James chapter 4 said, where is all of this agitation coming from? And James says, it's coming from within you. Lord, have mercy. That, that is many of our troubles are triggered by a force of damaged emotions that have been hidden in us for years. I believe that when God decides to heal his people, he begins a surgery within us that makes us spellbound because God identifies something you and I are incapable of identifying. That, that is, that is. This stuff is displaced. Uh, it displeasing and it brings dissatisfaction until God puts his hand on the real deal. Mm. My God. That, that is, that is, that is, that is. 
this particular book lays out the historical hurts. Amen. This deep-rooted anger, which is the culprit, and it keeps operating against us. I believe the Holy Spirit wants to heal us from ourselves. I'm tired of us blaming everything on the devil. And then once you've exhausted the devil, then you go to the pastor. <laughs> and when you can't talk about the pastor no more, you, Lord have mercy. Then it's your mate and your children. But listen, it's never you. That, that, that when we look at this passage, there is some serious things that's operating in this passage. Lord have mercy. You can't blame your wife for everything because you was crazy before you met your wife. You, you can't blame your husband because you was dysfunctional before you met him. Somebody need to preach it. You, you felt lonely. You felt despondent. Yeah, you felt incomplete. Do I have a witness? And, 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 and so one of the things, and, and it's interesting because Jesus said, be angry but sin not. There, there is an anger that all of us have to deal with that is dysfunctional, displaced, amen, and has historical ramifications. Yeah. That, that, is, that is the book of Jonah, 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 the rebellious and... Uh, this rebellious prophet of God decided to do something about, yeah, his rebellion. Mm. I, 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 I'm a purist and I am a dispensationalist. And when we deal with scripture on here, we're not trying to come out of the text to show you something else. We're trying to stay in the text and make, make things applicable to us. And, and um, this prophet had some real problems with his feelings and his ability to facilitate and forgive others. Lord have mercy. One, one of our problems is that we cannot forgive others. We cannot facilitate mm, fractures that are obviously in our lives. Lord, have mercy. One of the 12 minor prophets, Jonah, was born. He, was, he resided somewhere near Nazareth, but God commissioned him to go up north to the ten tribes around the time of the Syrians and Assyrians 
and to preach repentance towards these people. Now, now let me stop, pause, and part because the word Jonah means dove. He's anything here but a dove. Uh, a dove is very, very uh, affectious. A dove is very, very amen. It's a kind, it's a bird that displays affection. And, and, and it's, it's here that uh, this matter of God's will, Jonah ran away from. He's in a running mood. He's running from the acceptance. He's running from the avoidance. He's running. Amen. And, and, and we see God in these four chapters. We see uh, in chapter 1, we see God's patience. Isn't God patient with us? Isn't he, patient? Isn't he really patient with us? Uh, even when we don't do what he asked us to do, he's patient. Uh, uh, chapter 1, but then we see God's pardon in chapter 2, God's power in chapter 3, but we see the <laughs> we see this prophet pouting in chapter 4, full of pity about his own self. I, I want to I wanna suggest this morning that as we look at this book of Jonah, amen, that we see ourselves. We, we definitely see ourselves in violation to Almighty God. Now, now, now real quickly, we, we dealt with this, that as we look at Jonah, the angry, rebellious prophet, Lord have mercy, we see a reluctance to God's request. Look at chapter 1. Now the word of the Lord, verse 1, came unto Jonah, the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great wicked city. It's great because it took three days to go through the city. Amen. Cry against it about its wickedness as it comes up before me. But Jonah went in the opposite direction, amen, and went to Tarshish from the presence of the Lord because Jonah did not agree with God. Now let me stop Paul's and Let me stop Paul's and park. That is, there is a reluctance to God's request. This, this man is angry with God. Can, can, can I stop, pause, and part? See, when you and I become angry with God, that is, we, we struggle with, yeah, we're struggling with God's, Lord have mercy, sense of permeate, permanence, we're struggling with God's sovereignty. 
what God is allowing. Lord have mercy. Amen. We're struggling with God. Now let me let me let me let me stop because uh this thing is very, very deep. We can come to church for the wrong reasons. We can serve in ministry for the wrong reasons. Do I have a witness? We can take these low positions for the wrong reasons. That, that is, child of God, that uh, Jonah, this minor prophet, amen, uh, we see a reluctance to God's will. He's angry with God. I want to, we're dealing with this matter of anger this morning. We can be embittered and bitterness can mess you up. Do I have a witness? And, and, and so one, one of the things we dealt with this morning was the fact that Jonah, amen, didn't see face to face and didn't agree with almighty God. And as a result, amen, his... His Jonah, Jonah's, Jonah was struggling with what God wanted. Jonah was struggling with God's will. And we're going to always struggle with God's will. That is, God told him to go preach to the Ninevites and that he would save the Ninevites. And Jonah didn't want to preach and get these people saved. Do I have a witness? That, that is, that is, I want you to see this. That, but Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa, found a ship, paid the price, and went to sleep. And when we don't want to do the Lord's will, we'll make all kind of excuses. Amen. Why? We don't need to carry out God's will. That, that is, when you look at the text that Jonah had already made it up in his mind that he would not meet God where God wanted to be met. My Lord today. I, w- I want to talk about this, this, this anger. Anger. The Bible says, "Be angry, but sin not." That that there's a righteous anger, but there's an unrighteous anger that causes, Amen. Uh, all kind of problems, disorder, disorganization, Amen. Dysfunction. That what's happening here, saints, is that. Once we make up our minds that God doesn't know what he's talking about, we can ride that one a long way. Can I get a witness? 
And, 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 and very simplistically, I'm dealing with um, not, not only this matter of dysfunction, but disorganization. This matter where we think we know better than God. We can harness feelings for years in our hearts and uh, make excuses why we cannot do something because this stuff is going on inside of our lives. Do I have a witness? That we can, uh, we have a rationale of why, yeah, we are dysfunctional. Why, why, why we cannot uh-huh, love our wives or husbands as God is asking us to love. We keep coming up with these areas of vulnerability. Do I have a witness? You can get quiet all you want. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lay it out before you. Amen. That when you look at this book, God told Jonah to go preach to these people that in 40 days something was going to happen one way or the other. And once he preached, God had said most of these folk would get saved. But Jonah's problem was he didn't like the Ninevites. He didn't want God to save him. Do I have a witness? He didn't want God to preach to him because he knew the mercy of the Lord. And, 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 and it's, here, it's here that Jonah, amen, we see this reluctance to God's, Lord have mercy, requests. And, 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 so, and so Jonah knew that if he went up to preach, that God was going to do something. Now, 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 now let me, first, first four verses, look what it says. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. How are you going to outrun God? And went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the price. Now let me stop Paul's apart. This is interesting. Do you know when we set out to do something against God, we are putting in danger people we love. We're putting them in danger. Do I have a witness? And they went unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. So, so here's, here's Jonah, this rebellious prophet who doesn't want to, he doesn't want God to do what God wants to do because God just might do it. Do I have a witness? You, you better know whether there is, Lord have mercy, whether there is rebellion existing in your life. 
that when God asks something, that Jonah used this rebellion, Lord have mercy, amen, to help facilitate what Jonah didn't want to do. Now let me stop pausing part because this is one of the greatest stories that is Jonah struggled with God's character. He struggled with God's calling. He struggled with God's mercy. Amen. And God had to show Jonah what was in Jonah. Oh, no, let me stop. God is going to have his way with you or without you. You can shuck and jive. You can peep and hide. You can, you can use the scriptures some kind of way to say some things. But the, the deep thing here is that Jonah put others in danger because he didn't want to do God's will. Can I get a witness? It's going it's to get tight. And, and, and the, Bible, the Bible says uh, that when he told Jonah, this rebellious, reluctant prophet, what he wanted, amen, that uh, you, you and I better touch the anger that's way down on the inside, but it's causing problems on the outside. Do I have a witness? Oh, it's tight. And, and the Bible says that uh, this conflict, this compromise, this uh, cooperation that should have been inside this prophet was starting to stir something up. Amen. And God, amen, raised up Something inside of this prophet. I want, I want you to see what's going on. Arise, verse 2, go to Nineveh, that great city. Cry out against it, for their wickedness has come up to me, before me. But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa and found a ship going to Tarshish, the opposite way, so he paid his fare, Lord have mercy, and went from the presence of the Lord. So, so as the story unfolds, and I want you to see this, that God said one thing, Jonah went another way. Can I get a witness? And, and, and the Bible says, but the Lord, verse 4, sent out a great wind into the sea, and there was a great tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Then the mariners were afraid. Now, now let me stop Paul's apart, because it's, it's here that this reluctant prophet is not following God's order. 
Sometimes God is going to pinpoint, yeah, the anger inside of us where it's really coming from. It's not your husband or your wife. It's something that's been going on for years inside of you. Jonah is a rebellious prophet. Do I have a witness? Yeah, it's going to get deep. That is, Jonah, hang in there with me, but the Lord set out a great wind, verse 4, unto the sea, and there was a mighty tempest in the sea, so that the ship was like to be broken. Then the mariners, amen, was trying to figure out who has ticked God off. Do I have a witness? And verse 7 says, Everyone this fellow came, and verse 8, Then they uh, came unto him, amen, they prayed, and uh, then verse 10 there went out men exceedingly afraid. Verse 11, then they said unto him, uh, What shall we do unto thee, thou that, amen, is struggling with this condition? And he said unto them, verse 12, Cast me forth. Nevertheless, let's let's this long process. And they cried out, verse 14, unto the Lord and said, uh, We beseech thee, O Lord, we beseech thee, let us not perish for this man's life. And they laid out, amen, upon us innocent blood. And so they took, verse 15, up. Jonah and cast him forth unto the sea and there we beseech from from uh, her raging then the men yeah feared the Lord exceedingly and ordered a sacrifice unto the Lord and made vows and the Lord had prepared some things to get this prophet back into his will. Now, 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 child of God, Jonah, 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 Jonah is reluctant to do God's requests. Let me, let me, let me say this to you. There's an anger inside of you that's been in you for years. Not your husband, not your wife, not your children. It's stuff that's been in you for years. Thank you. For years, there, there are things in us, my God, that obviously are struggle, makes us struggle with other people. Please don't miss this. So God says, I'll tell you what I'm going to do. Since you will not 
be obedient, I'm going to raise up five things to help you get into my will. Are y'all with me? Hang in there with me. I'm coming in for land. First, I'm going to raise up a wind, a contrary wind that will get your attention that your entire problem is not outside of you. Some of this stuff is just us. Do I have a witness? Some of this stuff is just me, myself, and I. Because what fate will do, Satan will make you think you all right, and everybody else is wrong. No. God said, let me raise up this wind, and this wind is going to start to get your attention. And when I raise up this wind, I'm going to raise up this persuasive fish. Are y'all with me? Look at verse 17. Now the Lord had prepared a great fish to swallow up Jonah. And Jonah was in the fish's belly three days and three nights. Now Jesus alludes to this in the Gospels that the embodiment of this fish, that uh, he was in the embodiment of this fish, three days and three nights, which is indicative of the earth and indicative of resurrection. Don't be confused about this, this problematic fish that was in Jonah, that Jonah was in, Lord have mercy, started a prayer meeting inside the fish. A prayer of affliction, a prayer of conflict, a prayer of mercy. And Jonah walked away saying that salvation is of the Lord. Mm. Chapter 2, he started praying, Lord have mercy, inside this fish. Mm. Chapter 2, so then Jonah prayed unto the Lord for his God out of the fish's belly. Now, it was, it, was, it was stinking up in here. Inside this fish's belly, yeah, was all kind of fumes. Inside this fish's belly was a rebuke. God had to program a fish to pick up a reluctant prophet and to spew him right directly in God's will. Mm, my God. Sometimes we're out of the will of God when we think we're in. Do I have a witness? Sometimes, 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 sometimes. God had to pick up this prophet 
and swallow him. In this fish's belly, so to get him to see truth. We're walking around here angry at people who had nothing to do with our problem. I know you think it is. Well, my wife, my husband, no, they ain't gonna do a trial. You were struggling before you met them. Do I have a witness? You you were in derision before they came in your life. There, there is a prayer going on inside of Jonah because Jonah has got a problem with Nineveh. Has nothing to do with Jonah's wife, nothing to do with Jonah's people. And many times our anger is at the wrong person. Yeah. That, that is, that is, that is. When you look at chapter 1, God raised up this prepared fish. We call it a whale, but uh, God prepared a fish, and Jonah was praying, characteristically, inside the fish. Mm. Look at verse 2 of chapter 2. I said, I cried by reason of my affliction unto the Lord, and the Lord heard me out of the belly of hell. Cried I, and thou heardest my voice. Thank you, Jesus. Sometimes God's got to pick you up, take you somewhere. And God has got to let you see that your interpretation of your problem is not accurate. He asked you to do something long time ago that you refused to do. So what God says, I tell you what, I'm going to allow this fish, this problematic fish, to pick you up after these men throw you in the ocean. Lord, don't you know we hurt people close to us because we are rebellious about what God told us to do? And, and, and the, Bible, the Bible says that when this prayer, when, when this fish picked up this reluctant prophet, Lord, have mercy. Can you imagine the smell, the stench of his rebellion? All kind of gases on the inside of this fish. And then the fish spit him out into God's will. The fish picked him up at Tarshish but took him to Nineveh. Sometimes God's chastening has got to pick us up and take us to where we refuse to go. Jonah, Jonah, Jonah responds to God's pardon because God has been patient. God has been patient with us. God has pardoned us. 
God in Jonah had to bring Jonah to the place where God wanted Jonah to finally be. Let me talk about this anger. Huh. We got anger in our expectations. We got anger in where we think we are, where we think we want to be. There's, there's anger, amen, that many times applies, Lord have mercy, Here's a rebellious prophet going in the opposite direction of God's will. Here's a rebellious prophet that is picked up by a fish, spewed out by the fish, right in the place where God wanted him to be. Hmm. Let, me, let, me, let, me, let me pull back, let me pull back. Get out your way. The patience of God is when God deliberately waits on us to want Him. All this rebellious stuff gets in the way. You know, you, you hear full gift testimonies. That's why well, I sought the Lord. He heard my cry. Yeah, did you really seek him? Or did God bring you to a place where you could hear him? Did God have to pick you up via a well, a fish, and let you smell all of those? Ah! Stinking odors. And the Bible says, and Jonah prayed out of the belly of the well. Now you know he prayed. If a fish swallowed you up and you smell all the stench, you're going to pray. Your prayers are not going to be glamorized. You trying to pray to get out. I, I don't know if you've ever prayed to get out of something that you found yourself in, but you you don't you don't you don't pray with all of that glitter. Uh, do I have a witness? You you don't pray with all of that yeah glamorizing stuff. You don't you don't pray with long words. Oh Lord Jehovah the greatness of your name. You, you don't pray like that. When you smell in stench, when God has picked you up against your will, do I have a witness? When you know you got anger issues, yeah, with God, Lord have mercy, you start praying, Lord, I repent. Whatever you want me to do, I'll do. You are the potter, I'm the clay. Let me shut my mouth up and be still and know that you're God. God, I know you're going to bring me out. Lord, I know. Whatever you do, I'm going to say yes to. 
yes to your will and yes to your word and yes to your way. Wait till you get in the belly of the will and see what your prayer life sounds like. One word. Help! I'm in trouble. Lord, whatever you want to do, I'll do it. I'm just holding on, waiting for you, Lord. Lord, I need you to be the medicine of my misery. I need you to pull me out in the time of trouble. I don't have solutions. I didn't, I didn't come with these lofty prayers. I just need you to pull me out. And the, and the, Bible, the, Bible, the Bible says that uh, as Jonah repented, here in chapter 3, see, some of us don't have a sense of what repentance is. Repentance is when God changes you in the midst of your mess. Do I have a witness? Uh, repentance is not what God's going to do for you. It's what God is going to do in you. Re repentance is when God, amen, takes over in the midst of our mess. Now, now let me stop pausing part because there have been times in my life when I thought I had it all together only to fall apart. Can I get a witness? And when I was falling apart, God says, now you're getting close to where I want you to be. Can I get a witness? When weakness is on every side, when I feel like getting out of Dodge, when I feel like giving up, when I feel like going back, God shows up in the strangest places in my life. Lord, I can't do this anymore. I got to... I, I need you to show up. I need you to, to, to super abound. I need you to take over. I need you, Lord God, to be my strength in the time of struggle. Look at chapter 3, verse 1 and 2. And the Lord, and the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the what? Sometimes God can't get through the first time. Sometimes we don't hear him. Sometimes we got our minds made up. Uh, this is what's going to make me happy, Lord. And God says, you don't have an idea what's going to make you happy. Can I get a witness? Uh, this is what's going to work, Lord. God says, you don't have a, any idea what's going to work. Can I get a witness? And see, we allow bitterness to set in. We allow anger to set in. We tell God what he needs to do to make us better. And God is saying, I just keep waiting on the same thing. I want you to repent from your thought processes. It's not everything that your husband's doing. It's a lot that you're doing. It's not everything your wife's doing. It's a lot of what you're doing. Can I get a witness? That, that is, in chapter 3, verse 4, hang it with me, that after he repents, God, Lord have mercy, began to enter to the city a day's journey, and that boy started to preach 
And when he start preaching, souls start getting saved. People start getting delivered. Can I get a witness? And then God comes along. Uh, I'm coming in in chapter 4. And now that people got saved. Now that Jonah has acknowledged that his anger was not God's anger. His anger was against who God wanted to save. His anger was against God preaching to the Ninevites. His anger was that he wanted God to kill the Ninevites. He wanted God to wipe out the Ninevites. He wanted God to put the Ninevites in the ground now that he uh, was doing what God wanted him to do. Can I get a witness? Chapter 4, verse 1 said, But it displeased Jonah exceedingly, and he was very angry. Do I have a witness? See, child of God, we got this anger in us, and I was talking about this morning, this anger, this dysfunction, this disorder, this displacement of feelings that we have on our heart that we think, amen, you know why I'm here? Because I allowed this. No, 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 no. You had that long time ago. You were full of hell a long time ago. You were bitter a long time ago. You were angry a long time ago. Uh, do I have a witness? God said all I did was come alongside of you and allow certain things to transpire so I can pull you out of this struggle into some strength. So I can give you a right perspective on who it is that's pulling you out. Can I get a witness? Child of God in the Bible says that this boy had a nerve to fall into pity. So God said, I'm going to raise up five things. I'm going to raise up an east wind. I'm going to raise up a fish. I'm going to raise up a gourd. The 10-foot gourd is going to bring comfort to you. It's going to give you shade from the sun. And, and then Jonah started getting more concerned about the God than he did the people of Nineveh. Don't, don't you know we got wrong priorities? Don't you know we keep focusing on the wrong thing? So God sent a worm to kill the God. And when he killed the God, then the prophet got bitter. Then the prophet got bitter all over again. The prophet, the prophet Jonah started pouting. Can I get a witness? And the Bible says that when Jonah, amen, had finished preaching that God let him stew in his own pouting. You know why? Let me tell you what this does. does. Our bitterness, our anger at others will chain us up. Our dysfunction, our anger at others, Lord have mercy, will mess us up. It's not until you and I let go and let God and stop blaming others for your unfulfilled life. Stop holding others hostage for what you don't feel. Can I get a witness? See, anger can be a boomerang. Your anger at others can chain yourself up. It won't chain somebody else up. Your anger chains you up. Your anger holds you hostage.
Your anger won't allow you to be healed. Your anger won't allow you to have joy. Your anger, amen, won't allow you to, uh, yeah, to point at others as the reason why you're not happy. You know why you're not happy? Because Jesus is not in his proper place. You know why you're not happy? Because you keep blaming everybody else instead of yourself. You know why you're not happy? Because Jesus is not Lord of your life. Can I get a witness? Child of God, when we look at this story, this was a disobedient and reluctant prophet who got angry with God because God wanted to do what he does best. He wanted to save the unsaved. He wanted to heal the people that were messed up. Do I have a witness? And child of God, we struggle with forgiveness. We struggle with anger. We struggle with Amen. Blaming others for the lack of what's in us. Don't we do it, saints? Well, if I had a wife that ministered to my needs, I would be more happy. If I had a husband that didn't take me through all this, I would be more joyful. You can get quiet all you want. If I, if I had children over 30 that didn't take me to court for not throwing them out, I would be fine this morning. Every time we come up with a reason, it's always the other person. Do I have a witness? It's never us. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. It's never me, myself, and I. It's never, Lord, it's me who stands in the need of prayer. Lord, help me to forgive that long time occasion. Help me to restore that long time situation. Help me to let somebody else go. Help me to stop blaming somebody else. Help me, Lord God, to stop pointing at others. Lord, it's the pastor. Lord, it's my husband. Lord, it's my wife. Lord, it's my children. Lord, it's my lack of money. I dare you to sit back and say, Lord, it's me. Everything related to my unhappy state is me. Lord, it's my mind. It's my heart. It's my will. It's my lack of prayer. It's me not leaning on you. It's me giving up. Uh, can I get a witness? I dare you. To be uh, liberated in your living. And look to the hills from whence cometh your help. And brag and preach to yourself. I'm coming out of this because of Jesus. I'm coming out of this because I'm trusting in the Lord. Can I get a witness? I'm coming out of this because I got freedom in Christ. And I know what the promises say. The promises in him are yay and amen. I don't need to look at my husband. I don't need to look at my wife. I don't need to look at somebody. I just need to look at Jesus and say, Lord, thank you for the mountains and thank you for the valleys and 
thank you for the storms you brought me through. Can I get a witness? Jonah was reluctant. Jonah was repentant. Jonah had a need for God's power in his life. But stop blaming your stuff on other people. Can I get a witness? They are not the reason you feel lonely. You feel lonely because you won't make Jesus Lord. You are hurting because he's not your medicine. I dare you to brag him up and say, Lord, thou has been my dwelling place through all generations. Lord, will you heal my soul this morning? Lord, will you be my sufficiency this morning? Lord, will you raise me up and Lord, will you turn me around? Lord, will you plant my feet on a solid ground? But let me get to Calvary. Lord, you took all my anger. You took all my bitterness. You took all my mess. And you nailed it to the cross of Calvary. Can I get a witness? And you went into the grave, but early on Sunday morning, you got up with all power in your hands. And because you got up, I got up with you. Because you're free, I'm freeing you. Can I get a witness? And he's worthy. Any worthy? Jesus is worthy. Any worthy to be praised? He's King of Kings. He's Lord of Lords. He's the potentate of paradise. Say yeah. I'm free because of what he's done. I'm free because of what he's doing right now. I'm free because of what he's going to do. Faith believing. We have the victory. I'm not, I'm not upset with anybody. Not angry with anybody. Not bitter with angry body. But I'm going to be still and know that he's God. And when I walk out the door today, I've got the victory in Jesus Christ. Don't be angry. Don't be bitter. Don't be looking back, trying to figure out who made you messed up. But hold on and hold out. We are troubled on every side. But we're not distressed. And we know that all things are working together for the good. Say yeah. And when I come forth, I'll be like pure gold. Not angry with anybody. Not upset with anybody. Not bitter with anybody. But I'm going to stand still and see the salvation of the Lord. Let's stand on our feet this morning. Hallelujah. Let's stand on our feet. Don't pout. 
Don't blame others. Don't blame your first wife or your first husband. Don't blame your children. Don't blame the church. Do I have a witness? God took me this way so I could see his goodness. I could see his mercy. I could see his grace. The Lord is on my side. Let's stay on our feet this morning. As every head's bowed, every eyes closed. If you're here and you want to be saved, just raise your hand. Just raise your hand. You want to give your life to Christ. Is there one? Jonah was a reluctant prophet. Jonah uh, was a messed up prophet. Jonah was a bitter prophet. Jonah was an angry prophet. And God came along and said, Jonah, I love you in spite of yourself. Can I get a witness? Take bitterness and anger. Take all those negative feelings and give them to Jesus. Love one another as I have loved you. In Jesus' name, amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, I'm free now. I'm free now. No more. No more. Stop blaming others for your lack of sufficiency. In Jesus' name, amen. We love you. Have a great day. Praise his name. Come on, sing us up. Sing us up.